2: It's time for a national look inside the NFL with a guy who still has KC barbecue running through his veins. I babied a pork butt. He left in 07, but due to a technicality found in his contract, he's back as our NFL insider.
3: I am broken!
2: He brought you the cover three, his one big thing, a whiz wagon, a weather robot, and he loves ribs. He sucked the meat right off the bone. Live from New York City, it's the captain of the mothership. His mother named him Damon, but we call him D.A.
4: D.A. of CBS Sports Radio, of course, 610 Sports Radio alum joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, one of his favorite athletes I know from Kansas City was one Zach Granke. Oh, absolutely. We were talking in the in the last segment, uh, D.A. granke probably going to come back again for one more go round. And we're hopeful that if he gets in the Hall of Fame, he puts on the KC hat.
3: I can tell you honestly that my conversations at spring training with Zach Ranky are some of my favorite conversations I've ever had with any athlete. And remember back in like when he first broke in with the Royals, we kind of didn't quite know if he was serious or if he was putting on a, a bit of a show. Uh-huh. And I went down to spring training Kling. You and I went down there together and I got the one-on-one with Zach. And I was like, we just sit down and like talk about non-football st- or non-baseball stuff. Rather. He goes, yeah, sure. What do you want to talk about? And I started just asking him ridiculous questions about Chipotle or about, at that time, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston breaking up. And he was so passionate about those things that I really thought he was putting me on. I mean, he was saying, like, he was going, oh, I heard about Brad and and, and Jennifer. And I was like, no, throwing his head back in the air, looking into the sky, shaking his head, no. And I'm like, oh, this guy's putting it on. But. He was serious. He is such a different, unique guy, and those conversations were epic. And uh, yeah, I mean, having him in your city is just—it's content
5: gold. Yeah, it is. It is fantastic. So I, I hope he does resign here and, and goes into the Hall of Fame because I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, if Scott Rowland can get in, um, Zach Reiki should be into the Hall of Fame, wear that KC on his lid, and then probably Salvi after that, getting in and wearing that KC on the lid. So I, I'd be a little selfish. I want him to finish his career here, bookend that thing and say, you know what, I pitched more innings and in more years in Kansas City than anywhere else. I'll wear that Royals hat into Cooperstown.
3: That'd be pretty cool, even though he wasn't part. Of the, the, the fourteen and fifteen teams would be pretty cool if he went in as a royal. But it's an interesting point about Scott Rowland. I mean, after Harold Baines and Scott Rowland get in the Hall of Fame, you could really start dreaming about your favorite players getting into those guys are getting in, right?
5: Right? Yeah, I know. Scott Rowland, like that was like, Whoa. First of all, I was like, Wow, they're announcing the Hall of Fame. I had no idea. Great job by baseball, not promoting that. <laughs> Uh, and doing it also in championship, championship week of week, the yeah. NFL. <laughs> another fun. another yeah. another great move by Major League Baseball. But th- then they said, Scott Rowland, I'm like, he's a really nice player. Like the Hall of really good. I mean, he's a 291 career hitter, man. Like we're not letting Bonds and Clemens into the Hall of Fame, but we're putting in 291 hitters, I guess. Eh? You know, he hit
3: just over 2,000 hits. He had just over 300 home runs. Like you said, a below 300 hitter. He never finished higher than fourth in the MVP voting. That only happened once. He did make seven All-Star games, eight gold gloves. But what I think happened here, what the thing that bothers me most was the first time he was on the ballot six years ago, he got 10% of the vote. He needs 75%. So the electorate, only 10% of them thought he was worthy of the Hall of Fame. And within six years, got over 75%. That's a lot of people admitting we got it wrong. So either the electorate, is completely clueless when these guys come on the ballot. Or there's an overcorrection on data analysis where these guys looked at Roland and said, yeah, not a Hall of Famer. And then over six years bombarded by defensive metrics and war and all of these new Mm -hmm. numbers that they never assessed before. And they started swimming in numbers. And then that made the case. And I don't like that idea either, that of course numbers should support you or help inform you, but if you go from ten percent to seventy-five percent, just based on like defensive metrics, that bothers
5: me. Well, I mean, he's he, he's done a lot in the last six years at the plate too. So <laughs> yeah. you know. he's, been, he's
4: yeah. been showing his glove out yeah. there as the uh, director. Yeah. Of, what was it, what did I say he was yesterday? The director the director of, of player development well, at Indiana and, University. In Indiana, so IUPUI. He stayed, he stayed relevant and gets himself in the Hall of Fame. All right, da. Championship week ahead. the uh, The Chiefs avoided the uh, the neutral site game. Uh, that was the good news. Bad news is you're facing a bengal team that's playing doggone good football and had a really really impressive display last week
3: i really like the bengals going into that matchup against the bills and i haven't felt great about any picks all season long this has been a weird football season in my estimation but i really felt good about the bengals because we talked about this the flaws that the bills showed and not being able to put away the miami dolphins Showed traditional cracks in the Bills' foundation, and it seems to happen every single year. Where in crucial moments, there's something that you can't trust about them, whether it's a Josh Allen turnover, a defensive lapse, a coaching mismanagement moment. And the Bengals didn't come out of last week, or the wild card round, rather looking good against the the Ravens, but that was a particularly bad matchup for the Bengals, and so. If you're a Chiefs fan and you're wondering, well, which Bengals team is it? The Bengals team that just got by Tyler Huntley and and the Ravens or the one that manhandled the Bills, I think it's last week's. I think last week's version is a closer version to who they truly are. I think the Ravens knew them really well. I think the Ravens' defense is particularly fast, athletic, and were really able to, to stymie what the Bengals usually do. I think what we saw last week was a better – A better example of who the Bengals are. So this is a really tough matchup for the Chiefs. I would have thought it's a tough matchup, even with a full 100% Patrick Mahomes. But the limited Mahomes would really worry me about the Chiefs because the Bengals have been in this spot. They certainly don't fear going to Arrowhead. They overcame a deficit last year, a big one, so they certainly wouldn't fear falling behind. They just went to Buffalo and, and pounded the Bills, who were one of the three best teams of the AFC. And they're pretty much fully healthy. So this is... This is a big-time matchup, and this honestly could be the new Patriots-Colts under Brady and Manning that we saw dominate the AFC, where it was like almost every year you say, well, one of those two teams are going to the, the Super Bowl because those are just traditionally the two best teams, the two best quarterbacks
4: in the conference. And then the Bills can hope to be Pittsburgh. Right. And, like, nudge their way in every <laughs> yeah. once in a while. <laughs> That's true. You yeah. know, they're yeah. kind of trending maybe that direction too. I don't know exactly, or even
3: the Chargers, where he had really good regular seasons that always flamed down the postseason. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this Bill's team, you know, is very reminiscent of the old Chargers teams under Dan Fouts and then the newer ones under Phillip Rivers, where great regular season show, always a great offense, stars across the offense, fun quarterbacking, and they get good regular seasons, but they never had the intestinal fortitude. They never had the clutch play, and they had a quarterback That wasn't quite good enough. You know, Fouts always threw a bad interception in those big games. And Philip Rivers, kind of the same thing as well. And it felt like Josh Allen. Now, last year against the Chiefs, he was wonderful. You can't blame him on that loss. But Allen has had a tendency to throw them out of games. And it happened again last week where he didn't even have to throw him out of it. He just was totally ineffective when it mattered most. And it makes you wonder if he's just kind of like really good quarterback, but will always be the third-best quarterback and the AFC, mm-hmm. which is never quite good enough.
5: No, it never is. We're talking with DA of CBS Sports here on 610 Sports Radio, and so I, I, I think about Mahomes well, pretty much all the time, um, but like you see him on that bad ankle. Everybody thinks, that oh my God, it could be a detriment. What percentage of you thinks like he's going to go out there and just ball his ass off? Because I tend to think he may go out there and just ball his ass off on Sunday, regardless of that ankle.
3: Yeah, I would say there's like a 25% chance, I think, that that Mahomes does a superhuman Superman. My God, what is happening here? You, that, see, you can never say that won't happen with Mahomes. Right. I, I think if if Sunday they lost and Mahomes goes, this is a chronic bad ankle, I can't play anymore, that's my career, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. This, these five years are that great. And so you can't put anything past him right now on Sunday. But I don't think it's realistic to believe that he's going to be what he usually is. So there's a there's a limited Mahomes here. Does that mean you know they have to start Henny? Of course not. You start Mahomes. You would have to you would have to you know kind of like chain him to the bed to make sure they get to the stadium and start. He's going to start, but it's just how long can he withstand the pain? How long can he play in this game with some mobility? And how can they alter the game plan to make it doable for him? And that's a question, you know, even fully healthy, this is a tough matchup against a really good defense. So if it's neck and neck when he's fully healthy and he's 70% on Sunday, 65% on Sunday, whatever that is, is that just enough for the Bengals to be better? I think that's, that's my biggest question going into this game. So or what,
4: we have a limited Mahomes, and it's the greatest NFL story ever. Right? You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Yeah. See, that's where I'm he's, leaning. He's, <laughs> like, you know, then he's like, oh, he becomes like, it becomes like legendary status. Right? You know, he. I honestly think he's already a legend. I, I mean, you
3: guys know this as well as anybody, and all of your listeners do as well. I, I every time I watch him, and this was including last weekend when, of course, he gets injured early. Even the fact that he, he demanded to stay in that game, I thought the moment that he was hobbled, you should take him out and say, we're not even going to risk any more of this. We've got to get you into the locker room to see. But they let him finish out the drive. And then, of course, that's when Andy wanted to send him inside it to, get, to get checked out. But he is this amazing combination of brilliant at the game with toughness about never coming out, with a humility about never getting ahead of himself out of arrogance or confidence. It's, it's this amazing combination. But of course, athletically, he can do things that nobody else can do, but mentally, he's already, to me, legendary because he could already be so big for his britches. He could already take things for granted. He could already be like, hey, I've won a Super Bowl, I've gone to two, I've got no ankle here left. You know, I got to go to the, 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 the locker room guys. And he refuses to do so. Now, compare that to Jay Cutler, who sat on the sideline of an NFC championship game w- with a with a jacket over him, looking sulking, like waiting for Caleb Heaney to do something great. It's the complete opposite. And Colorado accomplished nothing and never been to a Super Bowl and would rather sit in the sidelines and watch. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes is, is very superhuman in many ways to already accomplish all that he's done
5: and still take nothing for granted. D.A., who's going to be the Super Bowl matchup we're talking about on Monday morning?
3: I think the Bengals win this football game. Uh, I think Mahomes is going to be limited enough.
5: I'm sorry, We lost and him there. You're still there.
3: Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I, I don't know what to think about Niners-Eagles, although I'm leaning Eagles at the moment. I think that Brock Purdy can't do enough to win on the road in Philly, although I've doubted him every step of the way, and he's proven it. Last week the Cowboys specifically kinda of have no guts, so to win that game is not like winning on the road at Philly. So I think I'm
5: taking the Eagles in this game. So you
4: got Cincinnati Philadelphia for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. So can we do how Damon Was Wrong next Wednesday? That's right. Can we can we sign you up for that? <laughs> That might
3: be trademarked somewhere else, but I'm happy to do <laughs> that's it. That's true. That's we, true. We could do that segment every single yeah, week that's... with all my
4: picks. <laughs> oh, all of us. None of us yeah, are. ever Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enjoy championship yeah. Uh, weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, See brother. Ya. Later. DA of CBS Sports Radio. From, from the Texas. line. Alum. Yeah.
5: He says, you mean like acting like Joe Burrow's acting right now? I don't think Burrow's acting that way. I think the rest of his team is acting that way. I think way.
4: he's just, that's. He's just a cool, he's he's Joe cool. I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a conf, there's always a confidence with him. This isn't anything new. No, this is. He's yeah. just confident, like all the time. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this week. Isn't that what you want out of your yeah, quarterback, this right? This week, nothing, is nothing different. It's not like he's going out of his way. To do, this is who he is. But we haven't even heard from him this not week. Not really, We haven't no. really heard
5: from him since other Sunday. Than,
4: other than Sunday when he said, I think we have a better team than we had last year at this hey. point and maybe they do. I believe but that They have a confident team, there's yeah. no question
5: about it. They're yeah. doing a lot of smack talking. I mean, I don't know about you, man. It just sucks it's only Wednesday. Ready for <laughs> football right now. Now, good for Mahomes' ankle to get better obviously as the days go by, but man, the anxiety, the anticipation, the, you know, the the stomach turns. I don't know how many jumping jacks my stomach has done since, you know, we saw Cincinnati win that game.
4: I'm kind of ready for this one. An incredible call from the world of college basketball we need to get to and uh Bad music and maybe not from us. <laughs> we'll find out together next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Raynor Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at raynorkc.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs. 610 Sports Radio.
0: Call from Mom.
2: Whoa. Whoa! Whoa! They're piling into where
5: we're rocking all that golden red, and it's so loud you can't hear yourself think. Last one took us 50 years, but last year's done, no time for tears. Let's raise the bar and win another ring. Let's get it done this season,
0: here in Chiefs Kingdom. So take it.
4: Wednesday at 913-586-7610. Tag your name. You get the credit.
5: Yeah, that is Blaine Howard's remix of
2: his original song. Take it back. It Back. Run It Back, run and it then back we and take, take It, it Back. back. Yeah. Debbie and Belton wanted to hear a little remix from Blaine Howard right here on Fesco in the morning. Way to go, Debbie. Love you like a sister, Debbie. I don't know, Debbie, but whatever. Appreciate you listening, Debbie. Yeah.
4: Uh, we'll be out at Rally like House. Rally House on Friday for Friday's show, five fifty-eight to ten. What time? Five fifty-eight, when okay. the show starts. That's key to win that five hundred dollars so gift remember card. Remember that IV. for later as well. Uh, we'll be at the Oak Park location, ninety-seven the Quivera. We get set for Sunday's game. Giveaways from Rally House. Chiefs ambassadors will be on hand. Food and much more. Hope to see you out at Rally House. Also, the store will be open, which I think is the big bonus. Like early shopping before you like go to work or whatever. Yep. We had a number of people take advantage of this over the years that we've done these that come in like this is got of great. Get, yeah. Get the shop at like six fifteen. Yeah, sure. You get your get your shopping done before uh before and you your can buy day.
5: your gifts, just say I'm going down to the radio show and you know, That's you're right. buying stuff for people. There so yeah. They don't even know. You're sneaking you're sneaking away. Yeah. It it'll be people. good. Yeah. Smokehouse will be there with some food
4: mm-hmm. and all. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a good time at Rally House. So we'll be there uh, Friday morning. What Five fifty eight. Five fifty eight. Ninety seven. The Cuvera, the Rally House location. You know the place where that's we're camped out from time to time. It's Write time down five fifty eight. Five fifty eight. And remember five fifty eight next week. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have more on that coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh so Blaine Howard, good, great, great song, yeah. great song, super it's catchy. No Brett Veach town. It's yeah. Well, you know, I know you can't. They're both it's, different it's, and good in yeah, their own ways. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That one's just super catchy. I love it's it. It's good. Yeah, love he it. does a
5: it's great really job. I love that guy, man. He's, that's a great Chiefs
4: anthem. That's how you do it. So I haven't heard this. You haven't heard this. No. B-Dub hasn't heard this.
2: No. I listened, right? it, it recorded on mute just because.
4: Okay. All right. So uh, NFL Network did it again today. They invited Melissa Etheridge in. Chiefs fan. It's her third attempt and now, musician. Right? And she's. Got another song for I the guess. postseason? Let's see. All right, we we don't know anything about it. Let's let's find out, courtesy of uh, NFL Network.
0: I don't want to write a song about the Chiefs going all the way because the last two years that I did, well, they lost one. The next one, they didn't even play. All right, so I'll just let the Chiefs take care of the winning. There's one thing that's really got me spinning Sort of like a snow globe mm. I'm gonna sing a song about huh? Angry runs and Jerick McKinnon <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's the one that gets it done How about that block on Olacon? He does more than push and shove Come on, Kyle, let's show him some love. You know that he looks so good in that scepter's glow. And don't even get me started on Pacheco. Yeah! Yes, Peter, the dynasty's beginning. And maybe that's the reason why I'm grinning. Yeah! Yeah. I'll let my chiefs take care of the winning. Come on, guys, let's get it done. You even gave one to Shaq. No. Oh, that's here you go. Come on, guys, let's get it done. You even gave one to Shaq and Kenny Smith one. Ha. Ah, yeah. It's time to give an angry run to Jarek McKinnon.
4: Hey, I like that song. Yeah, it's not bad. I'll give her that. Yeah, had a jerk McKinnon yeah. song. I so, like right, it. Good yes. job. Yes, I like, yes, I like yes, that yes, much yes. better than the previous incarnations. Yeah, that was Worked good. Worked in a Pacheco. Yep. And, yeah, there should be more songs about Jerick McKinnon. I agree. And, yeah, Kyle, he should have an angry run or two. Jerick McKinnon's not had an angry run title this year. Oh, man, that's a miss.
2: How about an angry block? Oh, yeah. Whoo. He was blocking better than... Uh, Orlando Brown at times. Easy Money University, baby. Whew. I watched the game again last night. and that block, oh, Jesus, did why? Um, I was working, and there was nothing else on. And I got home from basketball Devils were playing the, the Vegas Golden
5: Knights. Man, that could be a, that could be a Stanley Cup Finals preview, bro. I'll catch it in the finals. Okay.
4: All right, I like that one better than, than yeah. some other ones. That was yeah. that was good. Orlando Brown, Easy Money University. Still, know Brett Veach No, oh, yeah. no. Better, better than most. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't hear it that time. I expected it to be terrible. Right, like the last ones. I didn't like any of the other ones. She's she's done for them. That. Mm-hmm. that one was actually that was good. good. That I enjoyed that one. Yeah, right, if i play right. that one again. Okay. Uh, so last night we had uh, something go on in college basketball, the uh, Georgetown Hoyas. Snapped a 29-game losing streak in conference. Talk about a program that's fallen a heck of a long way. Georgetown stinks. Georgetown. Yeah. Is bad. Is Patrick Ewing still the coach? He is. Wow. How do you fire him? I know. That's the hard part, right? Well, he's, he's got a guy. I mean, 29 greatest, straight losses. He's the greatest man. player in your is he? in your history. Is he, history. though?
5: Is he? Isn't Alonzo better?
4: Allen Iverson? I don't think so, no. I think Patrick Ewing's the best do player you? in Georgetown history. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, look, they got a great rush
5: more. Don't get me wrong, but... I'm, I'm just at that cusp where I remember Patrick with the Knicks. I
4: don't remember him in college. No, no. He was a, he was unbelievable. So no, that's, it's hard. hard, It's a hard guy to fire. You shouldn't hire those types because you're going to have to fire them. That's That's why
5: you don't hire George Brett as manager or Patrick Mahomes as head coach. You know, you never hire your legends.
4: You just snapped a 29 game conference losing streak. Last
6: night, that 81-76 out of the back court, putting up a jumper off the back of the rim, no good. Zion Cruz. Hoyers win it. Hoyers win. 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 Somebody hitting mom's back. Hoyers win. Hoyers win. Hoyers win. Hoyers win. Georgetown finally gets off the schneid after losing nine straight conference ball games. Georgetown has their first conference victory of the season to go to 1 and nine congratulations to patrick ewing as
4: they beat to paul tonight georgetown radio network on the call i don't know why he didn't go 29 if he Hoyas went 29 wins. times i'm good with that but That's... i'm still there was 22 oh you counted them somebody else counted them, okay. i saw there was 22 but then he he didn't it wasn't like out of he kept going i thought the most impressive part is he did that 22 times and then went into his next sentence like there was nothing there was nothing yeah so, but why he didn't go the full 29 if you were going to go Hoyas right. win, Hoyas win. Dikembe
5: Mutombo? win. What? Better than no, Ewing? Uh-uh. No. Even uh, with the, the mean, commercials with good. the he's finger good. wag and he's, all no, that? He's good. like. He's good.
3: He's I mean, good. and look, I grew, so up, I grew up
5: rooting for the Knicks. No question. Patrick Ewing was like the superstar of the time. But my goodness. Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Matumbo, Patrick
4: Ewing, Allen Iverson? Pretty good. That's a hell of a Rushmore right there. So that was the uh, the Georgetown call of Hoya's win. Wow. <laughs> 29. Congratulations on snapping your 29-game losing streak.
5: How um, far has that program fallen, right? But you can turn it around, man. Look what K-State has done. You hire the right coach, boom. And especially now in this day and age with the NIL, you can figure that out.
4: Road loss last night at Iowa State. Yep. Conference is pretty good, by the way. The Big Twelve is yeah, yeah, yeah. real good
5: yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Sleepy Floyd played for Georgetown yep. too.
4: Yep, yep. Was it Michael? Was it Michael Graham? He was like a part of their like championship teams. It was really good. If I remember right. Yeah, Sleepy Floyd was there too. No, they had some they had some ballers back in the day, man.
5: Good God, they did, <sighs> man. Watching some of those old Big East games, even when Ewing was gone and Georgetown was still on top, you didn't want to mess with Georgetown. It man.
4: seemed like it seemed like they were also in an era they got every seven footer. Yeah, like after Ewing, well, yeah. Like, you are like where do they keep finding seven footers? Like no one else has seven footers.
5: I mean, just, just just Sleepy Floyd, Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Alan Iverson. The list goes on and on and. on. On of just great basketball players. Kembe Matumbo, my goodness.
4: The Cowboys, I don't know if you caught this yesterday. Jerry Jones canceled his radio interview. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's all kinds of questions. Well, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And then you found out later, this is weird. I think, I think it's weird. I didn't know this was the case. I know Jerry Jones goes on in Dallas with uh, 610 alum Sean Sharif. Right. Goes on his show weekly. Mm-hmm. So they're saying he canceled his, his weekly appearance. And then I go on to read a story that says this came the day after Stephen Jones canceled his radio appearance. That's right. I'm like, okay, I didn't know Stephen Jones made weekly appearances. Both Stephen and Jerry Jones... Make two radio appearances a week. A piece in in Dallas. Yeah. So Steven is
5: on Monday and Friday or whatever it is. And Jerry's on like Monday and Friday. Is that weird? That's strange. But who else do you really want to hear from with Dallas? Right. Who, who, who do you want to have on your show from the Dallas Cowboys? You want Jerry Jones. I don't care who the quarterback is, who the head, and I'm talking all generations. You want Jerry Jones, the modern day PT Barnum head of the Dallas Browns. You want to get him on your show. Because you know he's going to say something. And this also comes on the heels, too, of, well, the last time he canceled the radio interview, they were trying to, to to keep Dan Quinn, I think. Maybe they're trying to do the same thing with Kellen Moore. I don't know what what's going on right now down there in Dallas with their assistant coaches. But you would think that the, the time to have Jarrah on would be after the, you know, the day after the team's Twitter page absolutely shredded their starting quarterback. I mean, shredded mm-hmm. their starting quarterback, right? Just destroyed their starting quarterback on Twitter. This is the Dallas Cowboys team website. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That this person the, can't
4: be there anymore. And
5: right? But the conspiracy is Jerry told them to tweet this. Oh. The Dallas Cowboys team Twitter page mm-hmm. tweets this. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, that, that, might, that that that's
4: that came from the top. That
5: that's on the Dallas Cowboys official, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a
4: link to a story. Oh my! Is it authored by Jerry? Click of the click and see if the his name's on I, the byline.
5: I, I mean, I can see probably why Jerry would well, you know back away and not be part of the interview that week because you're going to have to talk about that. But that doesn't get out there by some rogue intern, right? Like, uh,
4: Not that's employed there anymore. Well,
5: yeah. And see, if you work in one of those jobs, unless it's just unbearably unbearable, don't you want to continue to work for the Dallas Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to do something like that. So that's why people
4: believe Jerry Jones told them to write this. Wow. It's actually written by Patrick Walker, who wrote the article. Probably the ghostwriter. Yeah. He's like the, uh, who was the, the ghostwriter? Rufus, Rufus Dawes. Rufus Dawes
5: mm-hmm.
4: was writing yeah. columns. The Chiefs website for a while. So, yeah, Jerry Jones, owner, president, general manager, Stephen Jones, chief operating officer, executive vice president, director, of player personnel each make two radio appearances each a week. They go on a total of four times weekly in Dallas. Almost every day, That's one crazy. of the Joneses is on the
5: radio in Dallas. That's
4: crazy. I think man- they
5: do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So, only day that they don't go on is Wednesday. You imagine Clark Hunt coming on twice a week. <laughs> no.
4: No, what do you, I mean, it is Jerry Jones. It is, or, it or, is, or Brett Veach. I mean, we play, maybe we play Brett Veach on a couple times a week. Like that's enough.
5: <laughs> yeah. But, but Jerry's Jerry. That's amazing. Like, he, a, he is one of those I figures knew, that if Jerry Jones I called know, right
4: now, we'd put him on. I know. I know he makes a weekly appearance. I didn't realize he was making two weekly. Nah, appearances. I didn't either. And then he speaks after the game to assemble oh, reporters as core, well. Yeah. It's amazing. It's
5: great, it, but it's Jerry Jones. I don't know that there's another owner saying, in like talks, George Steinbrenner you'd like to hear from. Right? He
4: talks more than the quarterback. He talks more than every player on that team. Yeah. He talks more than the head coach. So you want to hear from the head coach, or Jerry? <laughs> yeah, probably Jerry. You want to hear from Jerry. Jerry? And then uh, Herm Edwards took on a little Did you Catch this on yeah. uh, on
6: ESPN. What I want to say I can't say on air because I'm a good Catholic man and I won't I won't go there with it. Uh, but I will say this: it's it, it's that's unfortunate. It really is. Uh, when you think about somebody in the organization. And y- y- you're entitled to your opinion, uh, but this thing is called team. And uh, when you pick out a certain individual uh, to say you want to b- lay the blame on him personally, um, you know, that's just, to me, that I, I don't believe in that. I just don't. That's not how I'm built. Um, I do think this, this is a little bit of the Dallas Cowboys problem. It's always someone else's fault. Let me place the blame on this one person because it's not about us as a football team. And they played a game yesterday that I thought they played very good. It was was 9-6 to into the third quarter. Uh, They had an opportunity to win a game on the road. Matter of fact, the Dallas Cowboys got better. I talked about them a uh, a month ago saying they needed to win a playoff game. They finally won one. Uh, Can't win two in a row, though. So that's their next step. It's just unfortunate that someone would tweet that out. (laughs) <laughs> and what the Dallas Cowboys should do and what Jared Jones
5: should do he should come out and say we have fired that person who did
4: that because well, he can't fire himself I
5: guess no but th- but at least like like go out there and say like this person went rogue and they're gone. Because I think right now, at least in my opinion, you see a tweet like that, and you're an opposing player that's getting ready to go to free agency or something like that. You're like, this is what they tweet about their own team. This is what they tweet about their own team. Do I really want to go there? Like, I think in this day and age, I think you do something like that, you're hurting yourself big time as an organization. I mean, it's still up. It hasn't even been deleted.
4: That's amazing.
5: Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, I don't think they're
4: giving that kind of that's, ed- editorial control. No. That's that's coming from the top. i uh, will hmm. be interested to hear when he does he, speak. Here's the tweet after he's that. he's asked about it, because I'm sure he will be. Here's the tweet after that, the next
5: tweet. Mike McCarthy took to the podium following the loss to the 49ers to give his take on a season that had the opportunity to be special, but instead ended up being anything but. Oh, wow. Man, that's the in-house. That's the in-house. Next tweet. When the Cowboys needed one of their top playmakers most, Tony Pollard's crushing injury served as a catalyst to their eventual spiral against the 49ers in the NFC Divisional Round. Dang. You're savage. Next tweet for fans and players alike, the loss to the 49ers hurt after the Cowboys played their hearts out but just didn't play well enough.
4: So Jerry's tweeting. Next tweet. I believe it. No. I believe it now. I believe it now. I mean it's unbelievable. I was sure before. I believe it now. Yeah. He's 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 doing this. All right. All right. Sorry, uh we're going to win Sunday, right? Yes. Okay, we're all in agreement of that. Yes. And then uh, and then we have Carl, like it or not, next.
1: Fesco in the Morning, brought
4: to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT every, every Monday at 2.15 for an exclusive one-on-one interview on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Go, go,
6: go, go, go shawty, it's your birthday We gon' party like it's your birthday We gon' sip a cotton like it's your birthday And you know we don't give a fuck, cause that's your birthday You can find me in the club, bottle full of bug Mama, I got what you need, if you need to fill the balls, I'm in the habit So come give me a hug, you in the getting rough. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bug Mama, I got what you need, if you need to fill the balls,
2: I'm in the habit that's the version you have to get on the radio.
4: 913-586-7610. On the way back Wednesday, you pick the music. Tag your name so you get the credit.
2: Our buddy Ken turning 50 this Saturday. Wanted to hear a little Ooh. in the club from 50 Cent. And again, happy birthday to him. And happy birthday to Mrs. Fesco. Celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday to my lovely wife. I will see you back Friday. I will be out the next two days just
5: letting everybody know family emergency got to head out of town um so i will be out next thursday and friday therefore i'll take it right now 35 nothing chiefs
4: well you already called the game over on like tuesday i know but so i gotta get that final good. score you're good you know? well i, gotta I get I, that I, final score i was going to just take that care of that one for you i feel like 35 <laughs> i was safe don't we have to get
5: it on tape for it to count sure okay sure <laughs>
4: Well, I think you want it to count if it hits. You know what I mean? Like yes. the one time you the don't one time say time it out I know loud.
1: Thirty-five
4: nothing. Thirty-five nothing. You're like,
1: well, Wait, I was going to. So
4: yes, okay. Go ahead. We'll no, give you. We'll leave a little space without the music. Go ahead.
5: I, I'm just going to say, Chiefs win this weekend, thirty-five nothing. I can't. I can't help myself. I think Patrick's going to just have this unbelievable game. I do. I think it's going to be this unbelievable, holy bleep moment where we all just look back and go. It's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. I hope. I hope. RNFL playoff coverage I think they've got this thing won already. 35-0, Chiefs. Let's <laughs> oh, go. Wow, here we go. Back. Game over text, baby. Game over text. Game over text. On wow. a Tuesday. Game over text. Put it down. Game over text right now.
4: 45 on a Tuesday. Mark the tape. We'll need it for uh for Monday. Okay, so where you had the score. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't I didn't remember that, that we ever. had the score in from yesterday's one. <laughs> so it's there. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Uh, by the way, if the Chiefs get the win and advance to the Super Bowl, uh, they will have Carl Cheffers to deal with. <laughs> the uh, <sighs> NFL announcing its Super Bowl referee will be the one, the only Chief nemesis, Carl Cheffers.
6: Hey, Carl, good to see you.
4: Is it? I don't know that it is. So something called at PFRef
5: on Twitter, which hey. I'm guessing is pro football referee or something like that. I like it.
0: Hey, Carl, what's up?
5: And this comes from the twenty, uh, the, the 18th of December, 2022. So last year, um, it says that this is, are you ready for this one? Just sit back. In 15 years as a head ref, Carl Cheffer's Cruz penalized the KC Chiefs 143 times, most in the NFL and for a total of 1,240 yards, second most of any team, the average team caught 86 flags in 740 yards.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So the reason Carl Cheffers is still is, is doing the Super Bowl is because I guess the NFL has seen attrition with its officials. And maybe they're not promoting officials, or they're firing officials that aren't.
4: Whatever the case may be, they're not progressing through the ranks all that yeah, fast. Or yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. Like you,
5: you, you have to have I think five years in the NFL as an official and three as a referee to get consideration for the Super Bowl. And Carl Cheffers is like one of a handful of guys who and gals that meets that criteria right now. So that's why Carl Cheffers is back doing the Super Bowl.
4: Okay. So I, there's a reason, right? I just really thought. He's had multiples. Vinovich has had multiples. Blakeman has had multiples. Right. Of the four from the from last weekend, which were the ones that were going to qualify to be in the Super Bowl, then Sean Hockley hadn't had one yet. So I figured it was going to be Sean Hockley.
5: Maybe he hasn't had maybe this is only his third year as a ref and you have to have three un, I like know.
4: I don't I don't know what his stats are.
5: I it's just nonsensical that we're following referee stats. I know, I
4: know, it's terrible. So Carl Cheffers will be at the Super Bowl. We'll deal with him then. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with him then. We'll get all angst ridden when that day does occur. Meanwhile, we—if you caught any of like uh, like ESPN—they're tripping over themselves to tell you how good Joe Burrow is. That's right. And he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. He's good. But you knew that was going to be the narrative this week. We talked about it yesterday. But he's not the best. Game. He's not the best yet. Monday might be. We'll have a different discussion. You're not going to be able to. But you 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 could. If anything, wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. See what happens in this game. Then you can have a, the discussion. But why wait for reality to have a fantasy? I, I know. So then you have to have Marcus Spears jump in and be the voice of reality.
7: Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. All right? Now, now we could end it at that. All right, But I'll go a step further. Because I think the world of Joe Burrow, y'all know my affinity for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow delivered a national championship, the best team ever at Louisiana State University. He is the guy that I think will be in competition with Mahomes to win Super Bowls based on how he's currently constructed. Do y'all know... If Patrick Mahomes had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, he would throw for seven thousand yards a season. (laughs) Do are are we are we seriously having this conversation? Look, Joe Burrow is phenomenal. All right, Joe Burrow is the guy that's making that thing go in Cincinnati. But let's not act like Patrick Mahomes ain't been the guy making the thing go in in uh, Kansas City. Let's not act like we haven't watched the first what, six years of his career be the best first six years that we've ever seen a quarterback play individually at the level he's played at. Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill, and he also had Travis Kelsey and threw 50 touchdowns, was a league MVP, and won a Super Bowl already. Like, like, what are we talking about?
1: (laughs) I love it. He'd
4: have 7,000 yards if he played with those cats. True. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
5: I'd love to see what he could do with that Cincinnati (laughs) (laughs) offense. (laughs) Could (laughs) you And Travis Kelsey.
4: Yeah. I mean, right? no knocking. on I don't take our guys every day of the week, but Jamar Chase is freaky. Like, T. Higgins is freaky, too. Like
5: Jamar Chase is insane. Yeah. He's yeah. absolutely insane, right? Yeah, I hate that I like him. I know. I do, too. <laughs> like, I hate that I want him on my team <laughs> oh, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I look at him, I'm
4: like, God, oh, that he guy's good. is tough. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough. From tough
5: the 913, the NFL has no problem changing the rules. Why not for the refs as well?
4: Mm. True.
5: Coming out of uh, profootballtalk.com right now, they had just tweeted out that something it's going to come down to Jeff Saturday and Eric enemy for the Colts job. Wow. Head coaching job.
4: Well, he's got an uphill battle. I think Jeff Saturday's got the end on that. I mean, he's done
5: such a great job already yeah. as a head coach. Well,
4: the owner has brought him in for a reason, I think. I think so too. I think they were, yeah. I mean,. I'm all in favor of it. Go for Jeff it. Jeff Saturday man. can be an assistant on Eric Bienemi's staff. That's fine. Yeah, do you think get he wants more, to do that? Get, though? Some, get some more experience. Come in, you know, work a little bit, find out if that's the thing for you.
5: Mm-hmm. If not, Dan Orlovsky will be happy be to a, take that be job. A coordinate,
4: be a coordinator for Eric Bienemi. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be good, second in command. Yeah,
5: yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
4: All right, we'll see. We'll see. If you what miss happens. any of the show today, you can check it out as always at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can download it for free, listen on the go, catch up, listen to podcasts, and more on the Odyssey app. Uh, that'll do it for us, Cody and Gold. They come your way next. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Kingdom.